I am paying off some of my debts. A couple weeks ago, I picked Derek Lewis to win a fight. And I definitely got caught with my foot in my mouth, so now I'm doing a shoey. Cheers to Tuvasa, the upset victory there. And a Molson Canadian shot for uh, our girls, Team Canada hockey team. Cheers. Painful. Well then. All right, folks. Welcome to the West Coast Sports Junkies episode number 46. That's right. Episode number 46, folks. It's a big, uh, big week for us. Um, a couple of announcements to make on the show tonight. Um, I think uh, one of us had to, uh, had to do a shoey today. It was really, really awesome to watch. Um, it was good. It was a kickstart of the uh, of the beer drinking tonight, Mike. What, kind of, what 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 happened there? Tell us a little bit about that, Mike, quickly before I get into the agenda here. Well, that was a shoey that was owed for a couple of weeks ago. I think it was UFC 271. I picked six fights. I got five of the six right. The one that I got wrong was one that I pretty much guaranteed was that Derek Lewis was going to win the fight, and he was fighting Taya Tuivasa, and Tuivasa does shoeys if he wins, right? So I said, if Lewis loses a fight, I'll do a shoey. And he lost the damn fight. And I, let me make it clear here. I will never pick a Derek Lewis fight again, okay? I don't care if he's the main event. I am not picking the damn fight. Fucking ridiculous. But the shoey was, uh, it was fun. Made a little mess. But uh, I tried to pick the cleanest shoe I, I had lying around. And it was my wife's shoe. But uh, yeah, it was good. Oh, it looked, it looked tasty. And for those of you that haven't seen that yet, you will see it shortly. Uh, definitely looked tasty. I like how you spilled it all over yourself and um, all over the floor. I heard it splatter on the floor. Uh, that was good. Yeah, I put it up on our, our Instagram story so people know I uh, pay my debts. It's on Instagram, folks. Have a look. It is a good one. All right, well, we got a lot to get into tonight. We will be talking about uh, our new partner, our new affiliation partner. The West Coast Sport Junkies are now officially affiliated with Bodog Canada. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, uh, we got the Canucks bounce back. We've got the Canadian women. Uh, we want to talk about that a little bit of the gold medal, the winning gold medal in the Olympics. We won't even talk about the men. They got eliminated, but uh, we'll get into that. There's lots of NFL rumors swirling. We've got um, um, Rodgers making some posts a little bit in the NFL. Uh, there's lots to get into here tonight. Um, obviously, the super, uh, the Saudi Super Golf League and how much money that's generating for some, some people. I don't know. Hard to say no to that. We'll get into all that, but before we do, what are we drinking tonight, folks? Mike, after your shoey, what do you have now? All right, so my shoey was a Molson Canadian shots thing, those little shot, super shot things or whatever. And yeah. now I'm going with the Steel and Oak Simple Things Pilsner. Good beer, good beer. What about you, What do you got going on? Well, in honor of... Uh... Mike's age, I'm having a 44-year-old Canadian club Ooh. whiskey. Shots fired. Shots uh, fired. 
still on my oh, dirty. on my uh, little diet here. I got to weigh in for this bet I've got going on on Friday morning. So still going strong with that. But yeah, sipping on some some uh, Canadian whiskey tonight. Dan, what are you drinking? Um, well, you know, I, I'm still somewhat recovering from our trip to Vegas last week. Uh, I couldn't wake up in time for recording our podcast last week, but I'm back slowly getting back into the drinking. And so I'm just having a blue ribbon. <laughs> a blue ribbon. Where'd you find yeah, that? Actually, I... It's not a beer that you would drink, Dan. I know. I know. I'm trying to. Ops. <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying to just you know keep again i keep saying this every week ty you're going in opposite directions you're into the hard stuff and i'm drinking the beer so actually last week i made a couple of comments on the on the podcast about how how less of an annoying podcast it was because you weren't on and i got a lot <laughs> in the inbox a lot of people agreeing with me in the inbox but hey i'm just saying <laughs> so what are you drinking well, I am drinking a Dorito, or Doritos, Doritos. It's uh, it's very mangly. No alcohol Pretty good. tonight for you? Uh, no, I kind of I'm I'm out in the road, and uh, forgot to grab beer, so it's gonna. And be while a, we're so we're on the alcohol subject, Dan, why don't we uh, finish these shots off that we owe for the Super Bowl? Actually, Gova goes one, but Dan's gonna do taste step in for him. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. you corrected yourself yeah. there, Mike. I do not owe a shot. But if you're you know a what? good friend, you're not going to make a guy drink alone. Exactly. I'm not going to leave uh, a fellow junkie hanging. So cheers, Mike. Cheers, and buddy. Govic, you're going to have to owe this one next week. Cheers. Gladly. Cheers, boy. All right. All my <laughs> debts are paid off. Until we make some new bets this week. Huh? I'm not making any more bets with you guys, buddy. It's all going through Bodog. Oh, it's going to be the Bodog line of the day. But Nice. Right. On that note, Mike, why don't you uh, get into that a little bit and tell our listeners what's going on? Yeah, for sure. So we're super excited. We uh, got our first um, affiliate partner of the show, and it is Bodog Canada. And it's the actual site that me and Ty use and have used for many, many years to do our sports betting. We do it online. It's a safe place to uh, to make your bets. They pay. Um, you're going to see the lines, the lines will change when I, when, you know, you'll see when I talk about, uh, the lines for the UFC fights and stuff like that, that's where I'm getting it from the next day. It could change because it all depends on the money going in and out. Mm -hmm. Um, they are a Canadian company and, um, yeah, we're really excited to have them on board. So how it basically works is we have the a link uh, on our website at, uh, you know, www.westcoastsportschunkies.ca. And you'll see the Bodog logo there under our affiliates. Just click on that, click join, and you're going to get a uh, up to a $400 bonus um, betting um, uh, voucher. So you, if you buy in for $400, they'll match it. So you basically have $800 that you can bet with. Um, if you bet in for $100, buying for $100, they'll, they'll give you a match it and give you $100. Um, so it's a pretty good deal. And you can follow along the show. You know, we make our picks. Obviously, know your limit. Play within it. Uh, mm. We just make small bets. Every week, we're going to give you, you know, our picks of the week. And what we're actually doing, um, we're actually putting our money where, the, where our mouth is. So, And we're doing it through Bodog. So if you want to support the show, please, uh, you know, click on that link and sign up. And uh, let's try to make some money together. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's an awesome website. Super 
user-friendly, easy to use, and you can bet on just about anything on there. If you want to bet on uh, most reality shows, you know, they're on there like Survivor. Um, Dan, I know you watch The Bachelor a lot. Uh, Donald Trump's tie color. <laughs> yeah, you, can bet on, you can bet on everything. politics, everything. Um, obviously, like Mike said, you know, know your limit, play within it. It's, it's for fun. Obviously, big games or big fights, it's fun to put a, a little money on there, make them a little more interesting. But yeah, um, we'll also be linking the the code or the uh, it's a website address actually that takes you right to it. Like Mike said, um, you get the the bonus matching up to four hundred dollars what you buy in with, and uh, it gives you a little extra money depending what you buy in for to play around with, right? To test out some of these bets and see how it works without losing any of your own money. So yeah, it's a lot of fun, and uh, hope to see you guys. Uh, making a little extra money off some of our bets in the, the coming weeks. For sure. Sign up and follow along. All right. So uh, let's get into the Canucks here for a quick sec here. Um, you know, it's, it's a little bit of an up and down season, but uh, when you have, you know, the two dark darkest clouds uh, of the city, go to the game, to the same game, might I add, and ruined my niece went to the game too, her first hockey game ever. And these two guys ruined the night for her because uh, it was a terrible game. What a terrible game. Who were the two guys that were there? Oh, it was the two guys in the dude, dude, dude. hats and the it, black shirts today. In our defense, it was 2 nothing before we even got in the building. Yeah, you can't blame us for that one, man. Absolutely horrible experience of that game too, by the way. Yeah. Blame the Canucks Horrible. for the logistics of getting in there. Like they should have delayed the game a little bit. Thousands of people outside. Of I posted it on our story. Disaster. Mm-hmm. So we finally get in the building. We're all excited. I didn't even get a chance to grab a drink yet. And it was two nothing for Anaheim. So mm-hmm. terrible, terrible. So that, doesn't, uh, that doesn't happen when game. Dan and I go, but no, definitely not. And I'm wearing my Demko jersey. You know what? You, you guys go to a few games. Mike and I go to a little more a few more games than you guys. So the odds of them laying an egg, you know, it's, uh-huh. it's greater possible. You know, going, I think, I think we got to take these guys tickets for their next game and us to go and see how the time. Yeah, and, see, and actually test it out. Go the ahead. Power, that was, the go power ahead. would probably go out. I ain't going to any more in. games after that bullshit I went through. <laughs> Pissing rain, man. We're still there for 45 minutes trying to get in this goddamn stadium. What a joke. Yeah. Well, future tip for, for anyone. We there early enough. Games. Yeah, we were there freaking half an hour early. That's how yeah. long it took to get in. It took 45 minutes. So what was all the delays? Entry? Like, what yeah. is it? Oh, just Any the entrance. Pa- Checking they the passport, anal they swabs. To, like, it's fucking ridiculous, scan, man. Oh, scan yeah, that's right. every passport. And obviously check IDs, yeah, yeah. and it was the first full stadium game. So, I don't know. Hopefully, uh-huh. after that, they will figure some things out. But, uh, yeah, future tip to anyone going to hockey games in the near future, go – when the doors open to avoid so so disaster. you went when yeah yeah and 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 you were there and the doors fell off so what exactly <laughs> happened with that game what happened what did you guys see or did you guys just go to the bar forget you it, know they got an angry ducks team that just got lit up on their the first part of their western road trip calgary just steamrolled yeah. them i mean they got a pissed off team the canucks uh you know what we're not very good we're not a very good hockey team um when Demko is not 
lighting the world on fire, making every save possible. Like it's going to be tough for us to win on a lot of nights unless we're playing the Kraken and Arizona. Coyotes, it's very evident opinion. to me, you know, by the time I got into the stadium, <laughs> by the time I grabbed a beer and I sat down in my seat and I looked on the ice and it was three, nothing at this point <laughs> we had, and there was like two minutes left in the game, in the period we had one, one shot, shot on goal, yeah. one shot on goal. That's the problem right there. Yeah, that's true. I mean, now we're, we're not good enough. We're not good no. enough. No, we're not good enough. Um, he's got his work cut out for him, Mr. Rutherford and Alvin. They, they have to do something. So Absolutely. getting into that, um, who's going first? Who is going for? I'm putting it out right out there now. We're, we should do a poll on our Instagram. But who's yeah. going first? Who's going to be the first person to be traded from this team? We were I having, my... at, at that game, actually, at the intermissions, we were having arguments with some of our friends, and they're like, I can't even repeat what they were saying. Okay? It's actually, he's going to come on the, the guy's going to come on the show. He wants to talk to us about it. But, well, we, you can. So, uh, yeah, one of our friends at the game was saying he really wants uh, Rutherford to trade Elias Pedersen. Your thoughts oh, on that's, that? That's not happening. No. I, I think uh, the first guy to go is Luke Shen. To be completely honest, I think he's the first guy to go. He's he's going to be the pre-trade deadline trade. Yeah, that should um, be just an well, easy one to you know recoup a nice yeah, draft but get a nice draft pick for an 800, 850k player. Yeah, great player too. I love him. Uh, did really well for us. Um, great depth on a uh, contending team for sure. Oh, absolutely. Honest. Yeah, that's why you know you can probably pick up a draft draft pick for him. I think he's number one. How about number two? What do you think? Oh man, I don't know. I think it's the the talk and the chatter is it's either going to be Miller or Besser. Yeah. And uh, I I don't know at this point. I don't even know which one I would rather go. I just want yeah. uh, something's got to uh, something's got to change because, like we said, the team is not good enough. Um, we're up against the cap. Our um, our prospect pool is very weak at the moment. We lost a couple of draft picks, obviously, and. In past uh, Benning years, thank you, Jim. But, uh, you know, Rutherford, he spoke actually earlier today. And uh, his quote here, which is, uh, which I totally agree with, and it's going to happen. This is his quote. We have to make some tough decisions, maybe unpopular ones, to be able to get younger mm. players, build up that depth, and bring this together in the next few years. And I that like is... it. I like it. I like so, it. So, I mean, the untouchables everyone keeps talking about, PD, um, Hughes, and I guess Horvat, but I don't. I don't even think Horvat's untouchable. He is. He has not had a great year. He scored against the Kraken, but overall, what do you guys think of uh, Horvat's play? You know, I wouldn't be really. I, I mean, he's he's like he's kind of like you know he's like a Linden, a Smeal, like just you know steady Eddie, but has not had a great year. Those are two really um, good I, players you mentioned, my friend. Well, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, jerseys no, are hanging in the rafters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, retired like numbers. Like a Linden or a Smeal. Okay, to me, I don't think he shows, like, I know it's easy for us to say, I don't think he shows enough passion. I mean, for your, for your captain, I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't think he, uh, even when he scored, like, 
he scored uh, against the Kraken last night. Like there's just no emotion. Like he, he got up the schneid, he scored, things are going a little better. Like show some emotion. It's just kind of like skate down the line, a couple of fist bumps. Like I, I actually think Chris is right. He does remind me of a Linden or a Smeal and I like him. I think that his leadership, you see it a lot when they, they really do suck. He's the one that's still out there giving it 110%. I would not be trading Bo Horvath. Uh, I, I'm not like wanting that to happen, but I wouldn't be opposed to it. I mean, I just want some major well, we know changes. You which wanna, you, you know, you want to cut everyone. <laughs> no, man, it clearly is not working. Right? It's not working. We're not. No, we're we're, we, we. There's a fundamental problem here. Okay, it's not even a tweak here, tweak there. You got to get rid. Okay, you, you know, we want to suck rebuild. It, we need a big, pretty big, like a core changing. Um, core changing couple of years here i think looking at the team because they're they're up and they have flashes and they don't the boudreau effect yes he's they've been winning with him but they showed also their true colors and they're not that great but they win but they're not where everyone expected them to be in the beginning of the year i think they're more now with, with boudreau I, obviously, with with uh, Green, it was stale. It was over. Yeah, the relationship yeah, yeah, between sure. the players and the and the coach was over. Now you have Boudreaux. You see flashes of a streak. You see all this stuff. But why even make the playoffs? This I know year? at this point, get just to get bounced right away. And let's yeah, not forget about you're track. talking about even even with Boudreaux coming in, right? Uh, that stretch and that month, Demko was the number one star in the NHL. It's true. So it's I mean. True. He, like I said, most nights he needs to be like, which he is usually on his game, but if he has a little bit of an off night, we don't have the team and the defense, in my opinion, to, to compete with a lot of these better teams, you know, like we can get away with it. Actually, like the Kraken game overall, probably one of our best games of the year, but can you really say that against the Kraken in terms of meaning anything? And the, I mean, did you see what, did, did you see what, um, um, Myers was up to there on that two-on-one. Like, come on, yeah. man. <laughs> what was that? And he's had a good year. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, those kind of things, even that play, right? Um, you can get away with things like that against the Kraken and give up a few goals. And But when you're playing the better teams, even the, not even the best teams, just the top half of the league, I think we're in a lot of trouble on most nights. Um, when Demko is not playing Vezina-style hockey. But... I don't know. The trade deadline is what? I think three weeks away. Three and yeah, it's about a month, month, a month away. Okay. Yeah. So there's still a lot of time. We will be able to see that. I, I think they're still kind of obviously waiting and seeing. Like if we get on a little run here, but that's the thing. Like you said, Chris, if we make the playoffs, for what? Do we really have mm-hmm. the the roster and the team to to go on a deep run? I don't think so. I don't think we do. No. Honestly, I don't. But please, God, make the playoffs and go on a big run here. We're gonna play back this to these two stoops. Okay, Mike. Okay, Mike. I'll do Mike. a shoey out of my work boot. Oh, I'm writing that down. Right? Write it In down. If they go on a run, if they go, if they make the playoffs and win, Mike, I'll do it out of my golf shoe. Okay, write that down too. Hold on, I'm making it my diary. <laughs> Okay. Did you, you take the note? Made the note. <laughs> Work boot and golf. But honestly, shoot. so yeah, you think the Canucks have a legit chance that you think this team is a team we could win the cup with currently? 
I saw some greatness in there. They just got to bring it out. If they make make the playoffs, they got to chip in the chair, man. If Demko's on fire, you need your goaltender to be on fire. We can beat them. You know? I love your optimism. I wish I had it. I do, too. I actually wish I had it as well. <laughs> Dan, yeah, what do you I think? I wish you guys did, too, because I wouldn't be betting on Calgary to win the Stanley Cup. For the Los Angeles Rams doing, <laughs> yeah, that's Super a little Bowl. bit of a that's a little bit of a low blow, but it is a it's a pretty decent bet. They are looking pretty sharp. I hate they Calgary. Not lost More. since I made that bet, and that brings us to look who the Canucks are playing. Won't you bet on the Canucks? <laughs> yeah, right. He's the the fuck. Go to a what game are the bulldog? What are the bulldog odds in the Canucks to win the Stanley Cup right now? Right now, we'll look that up for you guys. I will look it up, but uh, Dan, why don't you talk about the Canucks' next opponent here? Dan. <laughs> oh my God, you're just chirping about it in the group. Calgary. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, sorry, I, was, I, thought, I thought you were uh, gonna ask my opinion on who they should trade. I was still oh. thinking about that, but- Who uh, should they trade? I think they should uh, trade Besser. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> going to calgary now <laughs> calgary that's i mean again i i believe that calgary is coming out of the west uh they're firing on all sin- oh soldiers. my god please do not do this again <laughs> i survived yeah. the rams bet i don't think i can survive too <laughs> just because you bet on them die um we were talking about it we were talking about it yesterday where you know calgary's just i think yeah. put a 10 game win streak on I think the longest or the longest win streak in about 10 something years, 15 years. And sure enough, who else better to allow them to have 11 game win streak than the Canucks, especially Markstrom, like all the, all the stars are lining. I don't know. Like you just said, I mean, we can handle the crap teams, but when it comes down to the top tier in the league and Calgary is top tier in the league, um, you know, we fall flat, but I'm going to be play devil's advocate and hopefully, you know, Mike's optimism will, uh, rub off on the rest of the team, uh, for this next game. We seem to like, uh, giving up being the team that gives teams records and players. Oh, records, and you know? they even got to Foley so. now as well to boot. <laughs> yes, this they do. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Yes, thank you, Jim, very much. So, oh, yeah. Bodog oh, does not. We'll hold on, Bodog does not. Sorry, Bodog doesn't have the uh, the current lines up because there's games on right now. So after the game's over, they put them up. Just how it works. But I looked up uh, BetMGM. The Canucks are 150 to one to wow. win the Stanley Cup. Same odds as the uh, Detroit Red Wings. Same so. odds as me doing a shoey, I guess. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mike. I like your optimism. Um, we'll see how this plays out. And I can guarantee Chris and I won't be doing a shoey. Well, anyways, no shoes for us. What about the NFL, boys? Um, lots of brain talk, Dan, buddies. Oh, boy. Right, oh, man. These guys are mixing, playing with my emotions here, you know? Oh. Like, well, basically, there's a solo. Li- Brady, Brady hasn't. Uh, completely ruled out retiring and he used the encrypted message you know never say never so now everyone's running with it and obviously in san fran garoppolo's out 
you know, they're definitely going to uh, either release him or trade him. There's actually a lot of talk that he might go to the Bucks, but uh, Tom Brady um, grew up in San Fran. Uh, that was his actual favorite team growing up. So there's a lot of uh, chitter chatter that come week one, Tom Brady will be starting for the 49ers. And we all know what they were missing in their uh, quest for the Super Bowl. Just like Tampa Bay, what they were missing a couple of years ago. So who knows? I got my fingers crossed. I'd love to see the GOAT play it one more season. And how much would that suck for the Seahawks? How much would that suck for Brady? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would suck at all for the Seahawks. Dude, he'd finally awesome. get moved uh, to a good division. You guys, should, you guys, he better stay retired or he's going to have a losing season. Oh, man. Like, I, I honestly hope to God that he does. And you guys are going to be last in the division again. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, Brady has never played in a division like ours. Okay. Our, we have the best division in the NFL. We consistently have um, Super Bowl participants from our division, right? Like how often does that happen in the last 10 years? So I think, you know, if he really wants to, uh, well, his legacy is cemented. What am I talking about? But, I don't see him doing that because he would not come back on a good note. You think he's going to put up those numbers in our division, in our conference, Mike? No. <laughs> but I hope it happens. I'd love well, to see him twice a year. Analysis, yeah, huh? we could go down. Uh, we could go down there and see him. Okay, so just a fact check, fact check, Ty. Who yeah. led the NFL in receiving yards? Uh, touchdowns and receptions this year from your Again. division from your division Cooper, Cooper Cup, Cup. exactly okay. so don't say it can't be done and Brady has the weapons in San Fran Cooper Cup plays for the Rams dude exactly in your you said in your division no one's gonna be putting up scoring like that they already did the Rams Crickets. <laughs> Nothing to say, huh? Nothing to say. Okay. No, well, I didn't know what the hell you're talking about. You're saying that well, Brady coming yeah, back. I did, yeah, I had to process what you're talking about. I'm like, cut plays for the, the Rams. Type, you're talking no, about him going to San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but your guys okay. are talking yeah, about the yeah, hardest yeah, yeah. division, blah, blah, blah. Cooper Cup just set records. Triple crown. Yeah, yeah. They would. he would have to play that team. He would not be able to keep up with good teams is what I'm saying. I hope he comes back just to shut your guys' Our yeah. division had three playoff teams in it. How about uh, the Bucks division there? One. Anyways, well, I, I don't think it'll happen. It's actually, though, uh, there's a couple guys that Mike Florio, who's on Sunday Night Football, one of the analysts, and there's a bunch of them talking about it. There's all this stuff about um, him and Bruce Brady and Bruce Arians had all these issues. Mm. Brady would go in with a game plan and then Arians would come in with his red marker on the board and like ruin it all and say, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this, not doing this. Who yeah, knows if that's all true, but um, you know, like I said, it would make sense because the bucks are a sinking ship, literally their pirate ship. Um, yeah. They have a lot of question <laughs> marks and Brady, this is what he does, right? He, he, he went there and he won a Super Bowl because that's all they were missing. Now they have a lot of roster decisions to make. They're not going to be competitive as competitive next year. 
So he looks for another great opportunity. This is what he does? How many times has he done this, Ty? It's going to be his third. The only reason he stayed in New England is because they got to play the Dolphins and Jets four times a year. This guy and his hate for Brady is unfucking. Yeah. Little does he forget. No, the he just Lewis gets. He's great. He just gets too much. Arizona was absolute junk before as well. It's only in the recent, like, what two, three years. Look at that the last. Your look at the last been, ten Super Bowls and see how many NFC West uh, times an NFC West representative has been in there. You'll be shocked. I know because you uh, probably started four. watching football five years ago. Four. Two from the, the last Seahawks. 10 years. Seahawks and Rams are two. So that's <laughs> Holy four. With the and San Fran. So six. Six. And oh, Arizona was in there four. too. Arizona was in there too. In the last 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. I Maybe right on the cusp, but I don't even think. You're talking about uh, Carson Palmer uh, years? Uh, Kurt Warner. Oh, that's more than 10 years ago, though. Anyways, way more than 10 you years. You said four, Anyways. so probably six or seven of the last 10 Anyways, and how many of those have Tom Brady been in? Probably all 10. Nope. Except, except for the year that Kansas City was in it. And how many years have you been a fan of Tom Brady? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Long enough. Long enough. Well, how about you want to, how about, okay, uh, let's Aaron talk Rodgers. about another, let's talk about another quarterback because clearly uh, we've had enough of Brady. Yeah, did you guys see his post today? Nope. He went on this like uh, huge Instagram rant thanking his ex-fiance, bunch of his teammates from this year, uh, teammates from the past. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and went off about it. And now, obviously, everyone's talk about it. is that his retirement thing. But uh, apparently, he came out of a twelve-day cleanse. Don't know <laughs> what he did there, but he came out of it um, thankful. Is what he says. You know, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I can't stand off-season NFL media news. It's ridiculous. Dude, all they do, over it, the they place. do it to themselves, though. It's all over the. I know, but it's like they have nothing to talk about. They're not on the you know spotlight. Well, I'm sure we're gonna get into it. I'm sure we're gonna get into more stories that are just ridiculous. Oh yeah, there was one stupid story today about uh, about Russ because he changed his profile picture. Like they're yeah. just grasp, they're just grasping at straws, right? Um, I get it though, man. The NFL is 365 days a year. There's no off season in the NFL. There's always something going on. Antonio Brown was posting pictures of his x-ray of his foot again, going off about Brady and Bruce Arians again. Like it's just, it's, uh, it's entertaining. I will give him that. Keeps people engaged year round. And that's what they want to do. And then you get some good stuff coming out of the off season though, like DK Metcalf. You see him tweeting about training for the 2024 Olympics. Yeah, that would be awesome. You think he's going to make it? I think he's going to qualify. I don't. I don't know. I don't think he'll win. Uh, I don't think he'll win a medal. Yeah, it could surprise me, but I think he could qualify. Uh, How about yeah, you guys? He's going to put a lot of work in there. I mean, you saw his last race. He came in. Yeah, that was with no. Last. That was with like no training though against that's yeah sprinters. true that's yeah I mean I'm ne- I would never count him out for sure if he's if that's you know if his heart's into it and he's gonna put in the work he's got a coach and he's gonna train like hell and sure I think, as long yeah, as he it can do it as long as it doesn't distract him from football but uh, he still hasn't signed as an extension with Seattle so we'll wait and hope that happens soon yeah but also on on some Seahawk news um, our president Chuck Fletcher actually talked 
couple days ago about some new things happening down at uh, Lumen Field this coming season. Um, one of them being new video boards installed there, which I think is a long time coming. We just have that really small one in the hawk's nest and then the other small one on the other side there. So I think that's much needed. He also announced that uh, we'll be inducting a new player into the Ring of Honor, which is exciting stuff. And um, right away, I have a name in mind based on the uh, the current people up there with the timing. Me too. Who do you guys, who do you guys think it's going to be? Sean Alexander, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's about effing time. I, uh, I actually agree with you. I think it'll be him. I mean... Our only uh, Hasselbeck in it is Hasselbeck in it. Yeah, he went in. Last oh, he's year. already in. Oh, okay. He went in that last would have been, that would have been my that would have been my pick. But if he's already in, then. But yeah, our only uh, MVP, I think it'll be Sean. I mean, there's a lot of players like you said, Mike, deserving, but I think it's too soon for any of the uh, the LOB members, LOB members, or Marshawn Lynch, obviously stuff like that. I think that could happen one day, but. I, I definitely think it could be Sean Alexander this year. And we will definitely be going down to that game. For sure. Oh, yeah. Mike wouldn't miss that for anything. Nope. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, now it's time for our Olympic insider, Mr. Michael Peter. What did we have uh, happen in the Olympics, uh, the closing show and all that stuff? Did you watch it all? I did. Did you? Absolutely not. No. I thought it was over. It was over. It was ended on uh, Sunday, on the 20th. You know what? I I will say, uh, you know what what I actually watched? What? I watched the bobsled, the four-man bobsled. I saw the Jamaican bobsled team make their comeback. They sucked, but hey, they were there. And the Croatian bobsled team? Huh? The Croatian bobsled team? No, the Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> like cool runnings? You yeah, get yeah, it? yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> First time since Calgary that they've been back. And um, and I saw that Canada took bronze in that uh, in that event. That's kind of the, the bobsled. The four-man bobsled is like the 100 meter of the Summer Olympics, right? So, but anyways, what, what else? Uh, what other updates do you have on the Olympics, Mr. Mike? Well, Canada did pretty well, I thought. They ended the day with 26 medals. We ended up in 11th place because it goes by total gold medals. We had four gold, eight silver, 14 bronze. And just to compare ourselves to the U.S., they had 25 medals. They had eight golds, though. So that's why they ended up in, like, fifth place or whatnot. We ended up in 11th Mm -hmm. place. And so our four gold medals, we had Max Perot. The snowboard slope side, which was insane. I don't even, like we talked about that last week. I don't know how the hell they even train for that kind of shit. Um, <laughs> then we had the women's long track speed skating. Um, you know, that was awesome to watch. Did you guys see that? Missed that one, Mike. Missed that one. <laughs> Highlights? Although Come I do on, like guys. The, I Let's do show like your page. You can lie, you know. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, they don't even show them on Sportsnet or whatever. Of, <laughs> you got to watch cbc and crap. okay the men's 5000 meter relay short track speed skating gold and of course the greatest i'm saying it right now the greatest hockey team of all time canada women's gold again boom back on top this team's unbelievable 
I, I hope did you guys see watched that. that. I did see that one. Okay, it was cool. awesome. Well, yeah. So, I mean, that was a wrap. That's the only thing I wanted to see. I didn't even watch one men's hockey game. You know why? Because the best weren't playing. Fuck that. It's like watching soccer. Uh, <laughs> the torch. The torch now gets tossed over to Italy. Four years, twenty twenty six. We're in Milano and Cortina, baby. Let's go. Let's go. It, I didn't even remember it's in Italy. That's awesome. Let's go. Yeah, good thing you got the insider here to right? bring you up to speed, <laughs> eh? Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I watched. Uh, I didn't watch it from start to finish, but I I caught most of it. I did watch them getting their medals and everything. Uh, but yeah, that was that was awesome, man. And I was I sent it to you guys, but it was crazy to see that that was the most watched hockey game in the United States so far this year. Telling you, man. Greatest hockey team of all time is the Canadian women's hockey team. Yeah, I mean, when they have, um, you know, the opposition and they're scoring 12 goals on them, that's kind of, they're in a league of their own, right? Totally. Yeah, so. That was our Olympic update. Thank you, Mike. Is the torch, uh, is this torch put out now or did you go put it out or what? It's passed over to Italy now, baby. Four years. Did they fly it over or did they ship it over on a boat? How does that work? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's some logistical challenges right now in the world. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> okay, let's get into the Saudi um, uh, golf thing there. Um, What's happening? I have actually haven't been following a tie. Let us know. Oh man, man. What's... I don't know. It's such a disaster. There's so much going on with it. They had the uh, the Genesis Invitational at the famous golf club in Beverly Hills, um, Riviera this week. But uh, you know that kind of took the back seat to all this talk about Phil Mickelson and the Saudi Super Golf League. Um, it's been pretty. There's been so many different stories here and there. But the big takeaway from it this weekend was, you know, it was rumored that a lot of big names were thinking of leaving the PGA Tour and joining this Super League, the Saudi Super League. But, uh, you know, pretty much every one of them this weekend at Riviera came out and said, you know, their allegiance is with the PGA Tour. That's where they want to play. They love playing for, uh, for the tour, the big events, the best competition in the world. They, they don't want to leave that and go to a brand new league with, you know, who knows even who's going to be playing in it. Um, sure, they might be guaranteed a little more money up front or a lot more money up front, depending on the player. But, uh, you know, there's so many so unknowns about it. Like, I think it's still going to happen. I think they will have a small talent pool from the PGA, but I don't think it's going to be anyone any one of the big names. Um, the, the big rumored name was Bryson DeChambeau. That's who apparently was the big fish that they had lured away, but he came out this week and said, Nope, I'm sticking with the PGA tour. It's where I want to be this and that. And then, and then you got Phil Mickelson. I don't even know what the hell this guy has been talking about a lot. So he's been the one advocating for this and against the PGA tour. The guy is one of the most, uh, marketable. Well, not as much anymore, but he's still, everyone knows Phil Mickelson, right? Like he makes a lot of money. Um, that he's been complaining about the PGA Tour's structure and, and how the players get paid and they don't get enough of the, the TV revenues and sponsorships, blah, 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 blah. 
but anyways, he was trying to pit the PGA tour and a lot of these other players against, um, you know, with the Saudi league and against the PGA tour. And it kind of backfired. He made some, some weird comments saying he supported the Saudi league just to prove a point and try and get some leverage and more money from the PGA tour. But <laughs> it, it sounds confusing. It is, it all doesn't make sense. And lo and behold, Phil Mickelson today um, came out with this big apology. This Mike was talking about it. There's this long ass Instagram post, which he didn't want to read. I didn't read all of it. Kind of read the Coles notes and it was just him trying to salvage his image, save face a little bit and apologize. So yeah, Ty, I, was reading, like, I was reading a little bit of, as, sorry to interrupt, but I was reading a little bit yeah, on that. Ahead, and and um, it's crazy. It's crazy at how fast people change their tune once their endorsements start coming out and getting ready to drop. So the reason why that apology came out so fast is because K- KPMG is one of his bigger, uh, I his don't know, biggest. His biggest endorsements. I think it's his, it's his biggest. biggest? And it's okay. the longest endorsement he's had, I think. Or yeah, the it literally, literally dropped dropped him. It yeah. literally dropped him, and so now he's scrambled, and that's where he's getting a lot of the negative uh, comments. Is because, again, everyone can see through it. Like you're now backtracking on what you said just because you're losing uh, endorsements. Basically, it's hitting your pocket. So now you're gonna be like, oh, you know, this is a bad thing type of thing. Also, so, I think he saw this weekend, like I was saying. I think he thought he'd have a little more um, star power with him. You know, like I think he thought he might have had Bryson and maybe a few other players. There was rumors DJ was thinking of jumping over there, but they all came out this weekend at Riviera, the tournament I was talking about, and all said, nope, <laughs> we're sticking with the PGA Tour. So obviously, I think, you know, he's realized he was saying stupid things. Um, why would the he money's get- here, no matter what they're going to pay them for the golf. For sure, sponsorships and, are here and they're not over in Saudi Arabia. You're not going to get RBC representing Dustin Johnson over in Saudi. How, how, how often do you pay attention to the Euro League? I mean, I don't. Every once in a while, I might see, oh, Mickelson yeah. won a tournament. Let's see. Year. Yeah, that, that, was their, that was the hope, right, though? Like, we've talked about Super Leagues a little bit on this podcast. There was the Soccer Super League. Um, this group is trying to get the Golf Super League, but... But yeah, I totally agree. The the sponsorship the is about, the like money the is super here. Super League in terms of golf, it's it's right here. It's PGA Tour. It's in the backyard. Course, That's man. where That's the money is. So they're trying to make to it over there. They're gonna pay them a lot more. I you know there were rumors about, though, dude, that there was a lot of money. Like Deshambo, I don't know, Dan, did you see the number? It was yeah, it was in the hundred million. Yeah, for like initial, he was gonna like, get paid. I think like three or four year contract of like a hundred yeah. million. But even and that, that's not, that's not that much. In terms of the sponsors, these guys get here. All these guys are, dr- are flying private jets, man. They're all yeah up in the they're, they're still gonna get, they're still gonna get sponsors over there because the hope was to make it. Obviously, they're they're trying to grow it, right? It's yeah. starting out, but if you have some of those big names behind it, like I you mean, said, Mike, you're not gonna if, get Deshambo to gather up. No one likes him. First of all, you think you're gonna get him to be the big name that's gonna recruit everyone to come out? No, no, they were trying to. I think it was Phil who was uh, not backfired based on everything that he said. But you know who they got to get if they want to do something like that? Tiger is the big fish. Yeah. Yeah. You get him. 100%. Okay. You'll have the big league over there, but you don't get him. It's always going to be wherever he goes. For sure. And, you know, since you brought up that name, he was so he's the, uh, the tournament host there, the Genesis Invitational. That's a big sponsor of his. Um, 
he looked good. He was, uh, he was out there fielding some questions. Um, did not rule out playing the masters in April, which, uh, obviously he's not going to rule it out because you know, people, you want that anticipation, that hope that I have that he'll be there. Um, he still said, it's I also have that him hope. who the hell to, doesn't want to see him there. No, for sure. There's still, uh, like he was saying in terms of his comeback. I mean, he, it's tough for him. He could go out and play like he called it weekend warrior golf. Like we all do. He could go out and play 36 holes in a weekend in a cart. No problem, but it's the walking and it's the, the undulations and the, you know, like courses like Augusta, right. Where it's hilly and things like that. Um, Mike, you can speak to that a little bit based on Long. what you did to your leg and foot. Yeah. Like how hard it was to come back and just be able to walk and even play around a golf. Right. But I mean, I think if I was him, my goal would be to play in that, this tournament, the masters, that, that'd be my, dude, that'd be my sight. He's not saying it because he doesn't want to get, you know, people's hopes too. He doesn't want to like let people down and technically fail, but you know, every day that yeah, is. Yeah. And his... I hope that he does, <laughs> man. I mean, shit, the way he was talking, the way he, remember the last time I saw him at a press conference, he was like hobbling down the steps. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, there's no way you can golf on that. So like, Speaking of the steps, though, so Riviera, right? So he presents the trophy on 18 to the term- tournament winner, who was uh, Joaquin Neiman. He won, which is uh, it was good for him, young, upcoming guy. But anyways, it's a huge walk down from the clubhouse at Riviera down to the 18th green. Uh, he walked down there, and he ran up there after, almost like sending a message, or not a message, but showing people like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm improving. Um, and, you know, speaking of, like, we talked a lot about Bodog today. He's listed on Bodog currently 33 to one, which is not that big of a long shot in terms of uh, golfers to win the masters in 2022 masters. masters. So, is it Neiman? No, uh, sorry. Tiger. Oh, Tiger. Oh, if Tiger of running says up and down he's the playing, he's a, he, he, he's a favorite top three for sure. No way, man. On At this. Augusta. Oh yeah. hundred percent. So maybe we should jump on that now. You if should he post a bet now because if he doesn't probably, play, you might get your money back. Yeah, you'll you, get your I money back. Cancel it. But uh, is that with Bodog? Yeah, it is with Bodog. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. I have a uh, I have a bet on Morikawa though. He's he's my he's gonna be my horse at the Masters. We'll talk about that though in the next couple of months. But yeah, no, the the Saudi League, like I still think they're gonna try and launch, but it just it's been a disaster. And like I said, it took a lot away from this tournament this weekend because all everyone wanted to do and media and everything was ask every player about their stance and their position on this this new league. So sounds like it's it's dead in the water for a lot of the big pros, but I'm sure there will be a group that ends up joining it. And I don't know, we'll see what happens. All right, with our newly uh, new affiliation Bodog.ca, uh, here we are now ready for our picks of the week. And uh, don't forget to go sign up. Find the link on our website. You'll see it down there. Sign up. Whatever you put in, up to $400, they will match, as far as I understand. What are our picks of the week? Uh, let's start with um, the guy that spilled beer all over himself on the floor there. Oh, that shoe. <laughs> okay, so I've got actually three bets I've made today. 
for this weekend. And it's going to be at the UFC fight night that's going on. It's um, the main event, Bobby Green versus Islam Makachev. And I told you guys last week to remind me that Bobby Green is one of my favorite fighters of all time after I saw him fight a couple of weeks ago. And uh, so Bobby Green, plus five. This is the Bodog odds of today. He's a plus 500 underdog. Makachev is a minus 800, okay? So right off the bat, my first bet is Bobby Green to win. $20 pays me $100. I'm all about betting a little to win a lot, people. That's how I like to roll, okay? I don't like these little little tidbits to win or ten dollars to win five and that's not how i play this game so i'm going with bobby green from what i saw the what i saw two weeks ago he took this fight on short notice but he looked phenomenal in there he had great endurance he was fast uh he kind of reminds me of uh of uh, roy jones jr he has his hands down which i don't typically like but that's how he sort of fights um sort of a you know cockiness to him which I, which I do like in a confidence when he rolls into that, 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 that ring. And you have Islam Makachev, who's on a nine-fight win streak. And I look back at like the fighters that he's fought, really not many big names in there. His last fight, yeah, it was against Dan Hooker. And he, sub, he got a submission victory in round one via uh, Kimura, uh, Kimura and, which is a really tough you know, submission to get. And it's surprising that it happened. So, I mean... You know what he's going to try to do. He's going to try to take him down and sit on him, squeak out a win, or try to submit him. I think that that Bobby Green's uh, you know movement and his, and his striking can be the difference here. I'm thinking that is the, the reason he keeps his hands down low might help him with uh, you know sprawling and avoiding those takedowns. I would hope. But anyone that trains with uh, you know Khabib, they're great, great grapplers. Um, but. That being said, I make two other bets in this fight. I said that the fight will go the distance. If you say yes to that, it is a it is a uh, a plus two twenty five. If you say no to that, it is a minus three twenty five. So I said yes, twenty dollars pays me forty five dollars, and I said green to win by points, which means green to win in the distance. That's a plus one thousand uh, bet. So twenty dollars mm-hmm. pays me two hundred bucks. So if I win this bet. I'm just going to shut my mouth right now. If I win this about, I'm going to have a good time, okay? <laughs> good time. That's where I'm going with my Bodog, Bodog picks of the week. That's where the money's going. Nice, man. You got some good value on those for sure. Exactly. Crazy. Dan, what do you got for us? Uh, so I'm going to hit the hardwood, and I'm going with some basketball picks. I got a three-game parlay. Uh, just before that, you know, for those of you that watched the all-star game this weekend, shout out to, uh, Steph Curry winning the Kobe Bryant MVP award kind of got me in the mood yes, to yes, yes. be betting on uh, basketball. So I have a couple of favorites and a really, you know, probably a toss up, but I got Celtics over the Pistons. I got Miami heat over the Spurs and I have the Chicago bulls over the Grizzlies. Three-game parlay on the hardwood Saturday. Nice. What does that uh, pay out there, Dan? It's got to be. Uh, well, I'm still in the process of, you know, setting up my boat down. <laughs> <laughs> so the exact, uh, the exact, you know, uh, 
plus minus points. Uh, it's probably total, for that. based on uh, you're doing money line. That probably will be probably about a three or four to one. Yeah, you got some yeah, uh, in the odds. Some some big favorites with the Celtics and the Heat. Uh, Pistons and Spurs are definitely uh, lower tier of the league. Uh, yeah, but yeah, both yeah. the Bulls and Grizzlies are you know the Bulls are top top in the East. Grizzlies are mid in the West. So uh, yeah, probably around three, three, three and a half. Good stuff, man. Good luck with that one. All right, so for my Bodog bet of the week. I'm going back to the PGA Tour. There's a little bit of talk about that earlier, but uh, enough about the Saudi League. We'll get back to the PGA Tour. It's the first leg of the Florida Swing, which is always a fun time uh, for the tour. So they just finished the West Coast Swing, obviously in Los Angeles. They are now, um, they're playing the Honda Classic this week, Palm Beach, Florida. And um, yeah, I'm going with a, with a Florida native. Billy Horschel, um, he's been playing some good golf lately. He has the last five events he's played in. He's got one top 10 and two top 20 finishes. He played last at the Waste Management Open, finished tied for sixth. So I have a few different bets here on him. So I'm going a little bit, uh, a little bit crazy here, but like Mike said, I also like to bet a little bit to win a lot. So he's... 33 to one to be the first round leader. Um, when Horschel is on his game, he usually starts out well. It's later in the tournament where he tends to falter. So a $10 bet on Horschel to be leading the first round of the Honda Classic pays out $330. That is my first bet. I also have him finishing in the top 10. $50 pays out 90. Um, like I said, he has, uh, he's been successful at this course. He has never won here. Um, but his last three trips to the tournament, he has one top five and his average finish is 10th place. So he's always in the hunt, always contending. And I expect him to do the same and hope for him to do the same this week. So Billy Horschel to finish in the top 10 and to be the first round leader. So you got $60 there pays out. $420. Govic, what do you got for us? I, the only bet I have for this week is uh, we're having a little FIFA 22 <laughs> tournament at Ty's uh, <laughs> house this weekend. And my bet is I will win and everybody else will not. They will be stumbling away drunk because we play for shots <laughs> per goal. So that's nice. the only bet I have this week. Nice. And you know what? Actually, what I want to say, there's something cool with Bodog. So there is an option. I don't think we can get this in there, Chris, because I think it has to be actual sporting events. But you can request a like a fun bet or a parlay on pretty much any sport out there. So really? every day you'll usually see there'll be like a column there and it'll show like uh, requested bets. And there'll be like someone had requested a parlay of like, say say for the Canucks or say the Canucks Kraken game last night. So they would request a parlay of Quinn Hughes, Jared McCann and Elias Pedersen all scoring in that game with some like juiced odds. Right. So maybe like seven or eight to one, but anyways, it's kind of cool. It's a cool feature. You can submit it, I believe on their website or on their social media, you can request bets. Uh, like I said, Chris, I don't think our FIFA tournament will get in there, but uh, 
No, but uh, if it uh, did, would you be the yeah. favorite? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'd be the favorite. Zio, Nick, and David. Come on. Uh, you're you're forgetting league. about me. You're forgetting about me over here. Well, okay? well hold on. I'm not, I didn't want to insult you. That's the, why I don't want to say The dark horse here. Okay. But yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Well, yeah, those are our Bodog line of the week, lines of the week. Um, look forward to you guys following along and uh, hopefully placing some bets of your own. But like we say, know your limit and play within it. Well then, that's uh, that's great. I'm very excited for our new affiliate, Bodog.ca. Don't forget about that. So we're uh, we're shutting the show down. This is episode 46. Um, Coming to you from Ties in New West. Mike's in South Surrey. Where are you, Dan? No? Today I'm in Burnaby. You're in Burnaby, okay. And I'm in Victoria. So uh, this is this is something that uh, since the Super Bowl uh, halftime show that I'm going to keep doing. But keep it real to the next episode, folks. Hold up. My niggas who be thinking we soft, we don't play. We gon' rock it till the wheels fall off.